0: Welcome, welcome back to DB and the Heeb. You got myself, DB, down here in Houston, Texas, for one of the last times. And you got the Heeb up in Denver, Colorado. Heeb, how you doing tonight, sir?
1: Feeling pretty good, man. It's a great, great, great baseball last night. If you're a Houston fan, so coming to you late on uh, Friday or Thursday night. Got a lot of stuff planned for you guys. Ryder Cup's going to be starting here in about a half hour or so, I believe. Um, we're going to try to get a little, little live look during the Ryder Cup, combining a couple things. Should be fun.
0: Yeah, as we said before, we're going to try to do some live Ryder Cup action. So tonight we are trying that out. Took a little break on Monday. So for everybody who doesn't know, He, the heave is Jewish, so Yom Kippur came, so we had a major Jewish holiday, can't use electronics, can't be around everything, and for the rest of the people, I am moving across country, so I'm headed from Houston to Pittsburgh, and we just kind of took a little bit of a vacation to get everything back and get it all right, yeah, so that's how we're doing it, we're just doing one podcast, that's what we're bringing you this week. I'm excited to move across country. Heapster, I hope you had a good Yom Kippur. I, I don't know too much about Yom Kippur. Why don't you uh, let the people know a little bit about your background?
1: Yeah, so uh, Yom Kippur happened happens 10 days after uh, Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. Uh, it's the most important Jewish holiday that uh, we got as a Jewish person. Uh, it's the Day of Atonement. The day where you kind of try to make all your rights or all your wrongs right for that year, um, a lot of self-reflection. Uh, people that you've wronged, you ask for forgiveness. Ask you know yourself for forg- or ask ask God for, for, to forgive you for for things that you've done throughout the year. You kind of start from a clean slate. Uh, it happens ten days after the Jewish New Year. I know that's kind of weird because you would think that you know it would happen before um, you know to write everything and then the New Year starts. But it uh, kind of gives you a good opportunity to kind of think about what you did in the past year, make atone for it, kind of start, start the new year off with good habits, um, being more positive, thinking about things. Uh, it was good. Spent the time with my daughter. She is six years old. So uh, it was fun for her to uh, go listen to the stories, kind of spend all day in synagogue. And uh, it was good. It's one of those days that you, know, that you don't have a lot of days like that in the Jewish calendar that, that happened during the day. Um, Shabbat happens once a week, but, uh, it's like a weekly thing. But, uh, as far as a holiday, it's one of those, uh, holidays that is happening during the day. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool. All
0: right. Perfect. Did you let her know that you were atoning to the way that you talk to me and how wrong you are when you talk to me and how correct I am on the pot all the time?
1: Yeah, for sure. I was also trying to atone for some of my uh, crappy p- predictions and picks that I've been doing uh, the last couple weeks here. So uh, maybe, maybe, maybe since uh, starting off fresh on a new year, we can uh, we could reload and uh, give you guys some winners.
0: Maybe, maybe I think that's, that sounds about right. We both did not have a very good week last week. I went one and two. Tried to take some overs and they did not work for me. I'm still not going to be able to get away from it.
1: If you went one and two, I think I picked up a game on you. Luckily, well, not. I guess yeah, I picked up a loss because I went one, one, and one uh, on mine. Uh, Notre Dame, so frustrating. I mean, we can get into that. I know we didn't have a chance because we we're only doing one podcast this week. Might be better that we didn't because that would have been a venting type of podcast with uh, the Astros getting swept by the uh, um, by the the low life the low life Can Kansas City Royals. Um, at home, which we've come to come to expect uh, losses out of the Astros at home these days. Uh, and then also just, you know, Notre Dame just totally choking it away. You know, I'd like to kind of talk about that a little bit, you know, just touching on it. I mean, how do you only have 10 guys on the field in the most important play of the entire game coming out of a timeout? Like the last two plays of the game, you only have 10 guys on. How are you supposed to win games like that? Like I just, that's, that's crazy to me.
0: Yeah, and Freeman, Marcus Freeman, their head coach.
1: Who I like. I actually like the guy.
0: I love the guy. Love the guy. I think he's great. I Yeah, I, I like Marcus Freeman a lot. He's a good – he seems like a good guy. He seems like a good coach. He's got a good demeanor. But the last two plays, they completely missed it. They totally kind of screwed up at the end of the game. And he even said they – really. By the time they realized there was 10 players on the field, it was too late to do anything about it. I don't think they had any timeouts at that time. And
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, I get that. And, and you know, I'd be willing to to put that to the side and just say, you know what, they got stuck with no timeouts. You know, that's the last play of the game. But it happened. They Somebody showed it up, and they said it happened on the play before as well. And that was coming out of a timeout. Correct. So they called the timeout and had their last timeout. And then uh, Ohio State decided to run the ball for the first time. So they, then they had no timeouts. So they got back up there and they still. So the last two plays of the game coming out of a timeout, they had 10 guys on the field. That's inexcusable. Like I could understand if you, if you weren't able to, if you're trying to make a change on the last play of the game and you didn't come out of a timeout, but you had 10 guys on the field from jump. How does that even happen? Now, it's just frustrating.
0: I have no clue. That gave you a push, and I, you also got a little unlucky. The game closed at three and a half. You took it at three, so we're stuck with where we take it on our Thursday. We don't get it on that that Saturday line. But that was a little frustrating. I was watching it with a buddy. Like I said, I'm, I'm about to move across country. So me and a me and a friend were watching a few games. We were spending our last moments in Houston together. And we were in shock. And the next day, I'm getting a text message from him. He's like, can you believe it? They only had 10 guys on the field. This is showing us, like, we're amateurs. We're not counting when we're watching. We're, we're just regular guys. And I was watching this with a coach or somebody else like that, they would know they would be, like, 10 guys on the field. It's well, I think I think it was
1: pretty easy to spot whenever Ohio State runs where that other defensive lineman should have been. I mean, that hole was huge.
0: The whole there was, was no
1: huge. there was nobody there.
0: But tell me that anybody watching that game who's a casual fan, who's somebody like us, where oh, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm not yeah here. I'm not I'm not saying that I saw it at first, but I mean afterwards whenever I'm like oh that's why that hole was that big. <laughs> well, of course.
0: Well, you know there's three guys on the line when there were supposed to be four. <laughs> right
1: I'm like this is this is they must be moving to a three four defense over here. I don't know what's going on. Where's the other linebacker at?
0: Oh man. They, they were bringing him down, dude. He was gonna be an edge rusher. That's exactly what was happening.
1: Yeah, I don't know what was worse. That or the Cowboys run defense. I'm, I'm gonna go with Cowboys run defense probably over oh, the weekend.
0: <laughs> oh, Cowboys run defense coming right out. Anyway, hold on, man. Let's let's we're gonna get into football. We'll get back into it. But because the, the way we set up our picks and we do everything, we've got to get into baseball first so we can get into our picks next. Houston Astros, over the weekend, just atrocious. And that's going to be my word, my theme as we move forward. But Jesus Christ. See, you're a Jew. I can say that to you, right? You're not worried about Jesus.
1: <laughs> you can say whatever you want. That's the, I'm the, I'm not worried about it.
0: To those who are, sorry, the Astros, man, how terrible was that? They come back and do win two out of one in Seattle. Now we're at a spot, if you're an Astros fan, you're either rooting for the South Oklahoma Rangers for a few games or rooting for the Mariners for a few games, and you almost need a sweep. If you're
1: well, Astros. let's let, let, let's 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 back it up before we before we get into all the uh, the predictions, prognostications, whatever you want to call it, or whatever you're rooting for, whoever you're hoping for, because we do have three games left in the season. Uh, tonight, obviously, Seattle was able to win the first set against the Rangers, so everybody is at the same level. They got three games left, but let's let's back it up real quick and just do a refresh on how the Astros actually got here, which is a epic collapse so far of monumental proportions. I mean, you, you you lose four series in a row two being from, to the Kansas city Royals and one being to the lowly Oakland athletics. You lose nine of 11. I said that right. Nine of 11 to teams with over a hundred losses. And then you top it off. With with you know it all culminates with last night or the series in Seattle, where it was kind of up and down. Right, the first the first game they end up taking it, they stop the losing streak, stop the blo- you know, stop the bleeding. They lo- they lose the next game, but let's pick it up from the game, not last night, but the night before. So then they come out and they lose that game. The starting pitching has been abysmal. Nobody seems to be able to pitch except for Verlander these days, which he came out and threw an absolute gem, the first game in Seattle, right? I mean, vintage Verlander, eight innings, probably the best outing that uh, uh, Astros starter has had. And I mean, I, I don't even know. I, I can't even, I can't well, even think the, right now. So yeah. because I mean, Fromber well, had, had a no-hitter, right? So, so I mean, let's not, not overreact. So we, we've had good starters. We've had good starters, but it feels like an eternity since a starting pitcher has done because the bullpen has been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Which, but the starting pitching abysmal
0: which 3 weeks ago we were talking about how the bullpen was going to be the downfall of the Astros and now we're talking about how the bullpen has been great and it's saving the Astros
1: yeah i mean speaking of the Astros bullpen if anybody thinks Hector Neris isn't going to get paid like crazy they're 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 smoking something so i don't know how you know we're worried about this season obviously but what a season that Hector Neris has had the guy looks nasty Uh, It's very Rafael Montero-ish of last year, just looking totally dominant. Um, So, kudos to him. He's going to get that bag, which is awesome for him. Uh, Should the Astros do it, I don't know.
0: Maybe, because the MLB is investigating Hector Neris, alleged anti-gay slur towards Julio Rodriguez. If you want my opinion, toughen the fuck up, Julio Rodriguez. Because you know what? People are going to run their mouth. People are going to talk shit. And talking shit is a part of sports. So if you can't handle it, don't be a professional athlete.
1: Yeah, that was a little crazy last night uh, going there. Uh, Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. A pitcher actually, you know, going, moving towards a, a guy. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, this dude's not had a good seat. It's a series. Do you really want to mess with that guy? I mean, there's a couple guys on in, in baseball you don't really want to wake up whenever they're 0 for 9. And uh, I think Julio Rodriguez is one of those dudes who could single-handedly just take over a whole series. We've seen him do it this year. Uh, but there's, some, there's a little bit of bad blood there. Uh, th- those teams don't like each other. You know, they're managed by Scott Service. That name's familiar because he used to be a former Astro catcher, obviously. Um, these teams don't like each other, though. Uh, Seattle, I think, is tired of being... You know the, the the Astros. You know, uh, punching bag. It, punching bag, I guess, would be a good thing. Which this year, you know, obviously they punched back, and uh, I mean, especially coming off of the the postseason collapse, the big Gordon home run. Uh, everybody's gunning for the Astros. That's what happens whenever you're the champions. You're going to get everybody's best shot. But you know, the I, the Neres thing kind of is a little weird. But I guess there's some history there. Um, Nairis got a home run. I think Rodriguez hit a home run and was kind of John while he was rounding the bases. I think that's what this is all about, but I'm not totally sure. Uh, be, it'll be interesting if the if the Mariners are able to make the playoffs and we meet, meet in the playoffs, but I don't think that's going to happen.
0: I, I don't know if it'll happen or not, but that's exactly what it was about. It's 100% what it was about. To me, baseball has this little thing where everybody is – So soft, and you can't say this, and you can't say that, and that isn't what baseball ever was. Baseball was at one point a sport where, because we love Major League on this podcast, and we've quoted Major League many of times. Don't stand (laughs) on the track tracks when the trains coming through. Baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Baseball, you would get run over. You would get hit. People would run their mouths. Pitchers would throw at you. Baseball has become the softest sport in the country. It's known for benches clearing. It's known for Roger Clemens throwing a bat back at a batter when it breaks, and there's no reason to do it. There's fights. It's known for... Nolan Ryan putting a guy in a headlock and fucking pummeling his ass. Right.
1: Shout out to Robin Ventura for that.
0: <laughs> yes. Shout out to Robin Ventura for getting his ass kicked.
1: That's right. But- by, by 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 you know by the Mike Gundy. I'm forty. I'm forty. I'm a man.
0: But <laughs> work. You put your cleats into people. You ran them over. You got into fights. I can, I sat around and talked to my dad the other night. I have an uncle who played softball for a living. I'm sitting around talking to my dad because I can remember him getting into fights on the softball field and baseball field when I was a kid all the time because that's just how baseball was. You got in the fight, that's how the sport was played. It has gotten to a point where it's so soft.
1: How how boring is the benches clearing? Like, we don't see brawls, really, ever. I mean, it's like a WWE or something. Like, in baseball, it's so weak. These guys, you got guys coming out from the bullpen, like, to see what's up. It's like, all you guys are going to do is run right back. I don't, I don't know what everybody's doing. Getting out of their seat. You got Dusty Baker, 67 years old, or however old he is. Just roll the guy out there, basically, to keep things okay. I mean, it's just... What is really going to happen? I mean, nobody ever really does anything.
0: Well, when it did happen this year, the homeboy from the Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians, I almost called them by their old name, you know, the tribe, knocked, knocked the guy out from the White Sox. It's a three, four game suspension. And that's what it should be. They should be allowed to fight. I'm just like in football, you can't hit people. You can't just go take someone's head off like you used to be able to. The middle is protected now. But, look, the benches are going to clear for what reason? Just like you said, for what reason are these benches clearing? Are they, they're clearing to come slap each other on the butt and say, hey, let's get back at it. Let's have a good game. No, dude.
1: No. Fight. Get I mean, we certainly, we certainly are going to see something like Jose Ramirez, you know, all the time. Uh, you know, like, like what happened this year. I mean, I can't believe I didn't actually bring that up. That, that is true. Uh, but I didn't did, – did everybody really clear out before that happened? It was it was more like Jose Ramirez just, like, got up and, thank you, sir, I'll just take you down.
0: That's exactly <laughs> what he did. He got up and said, bitch, I'm taking you. Let's
1: go. No. I mean, he's, he's not sitting there waiting for the bullpen catcher to show up. No. <laughs> you know.
0: But that n- never Take
1: care was. of his business or something. It
0: never was. It was just a fight. And when the bench is cleared, there was a little bit of a scuffle and maybe an old guy from the 80s got, got thrown to the ground by Pedro Martinez. But, you know, it, it is what it is. At, at this point in time, it's so soft and it bothers me. I might be one of the few people that it bothers, but it does. Let's Let's bring fighting back. You know, hockey still allows fights. DB's yeah,
1: I was about I was about to say you're, you're you're looking for a little bit of hockey influence into baseball.
0: I'm definitely looking for a little bit of hockey influence in every sport. Basketball used to fight every night. The ABA was basically sold tickets because you could go see a brawl, and that's what got them associated with the NBA. Anyway, we have gotten way back off topic. Let's. In words of the heat, let's digress and let's get back to the Astros. So I'm going to let you take this over.
1: We, we have derailed. The here. Topic.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm not not really even sure where to start here. Uh, back up. The Astros end up coming down to the, la- the final game of the series, the rubber match against the Seattle Mariners in Seattle on the road, where this team is one of the best teams in baseball on the road. Uh, it's like where we want to be. Where the Astros would like to be is in someone else's stadium, um, and they have to win this game. It's probably the the biggest regular Astros regular season game since 2015, maybe something like that. I think. Whenever last time the Astros won I agree, the wild card, agree with that. I mean, so this is this is uncharted territory for this team. This team has not been in this position in you know, this big of a game in the regular season. That is obviously this team has been in a lot of really big games, but usually in October, not in September. Um, and they come away, they, they piece it together. Fromber Valdez is on the mound and, uh, you know, he's able to piece it together. He didn't look great. Didn't have his best stuff, but he gutted it out through, I think it was five innings. He gave him five innings. Only gave up three runs He gave up something like five or six walks as a, as a team, they ended giving up nine walks. I'll tell you one thing. You're not going to win very many baseball games in October, giving up nine walks in a game. If that is the blueprint, that blueprint is going to end up. We're going to end up on the couch rather quickly Um, because good teams take advantage of mistakes and you can't give free bases to good teams. Can't give extra outs to good teams. Got to have solid defense and can't be walking people. Um, But they did manage to have, you know, an offensive explosion, so to speak. And they were able to keep it together. And uh, they pulled out the win. It was a huge win. Allowed the Astros to control their own destiny going into the desert, starting a series with Arizona tomorrow.
0: Yeah. And Arizona lost today against the White Sox, which – Would have, if Arizona would have won, would have been huge for the Astros because Arizona would have locked up a playoff spot. And that would have changed the whole series. So Arizona definitely has to have at least one win to lock up a playoff spot. The Astros are just in a tough spot purely because they have to rely on the Mariners and the Rangers. Who are playing each other. So the Astros. If they win out. They're, they control their own destiny. We have not seen the Astros sweep a series in. Yeah you can't remember how long that's been.
1: Just, just for the record. The last sweep the Astros had. Was against the Texas Rangers in Arlington. Where they love to hit. Uh, that was September 4th through the 6th. That offensive explosion. How, how great would it be, though, if we're talking about playoff seeding, about what happens? The Astros get in. I, I'd almost prefer the Astros to be that final wild card, be able to start out on the road where they love to play so much in Minnesota. Got the Carlos Correa, uh, you know, narrative there. He's playing his own own team. They, they were able to lock up their uh, their the AL Central with I think it was 87 wins or 80, maybe less than that, 84.
0: Five, maybe. Have to
1: go back. I'd have to go back and look 85, at that. five
0: baby.
1: Yeah. So they've been locked up for a while, uh, knowing that they're going to host a playoff series. Uh, there's a lot of things there that, that, that you'd like. And I think if, if, if the uh, Rangers are able to hold on, which their bullpen totally gave it up today, um, tonight, uh, to drop that first game uh, to the Mariners, just a total implosion by none other than, Aroldis Chapman, which we love to see. That guy, it seems like he's either lights on, lights out, or it's like we're going to give up walks, and then he gets so wild that he just can't locate, and next thing you know, he gives up a big hit. Uh, he was not the one that gave up a big hit, but he loaded the bases with a lot of walks. But, uh, yeah, um, I'd almost like to see them start out on the road with the wild card. They seem to be very... Comfortable with that. And uh, if they're able to beat uh, the Minnesota Twins, we get to go play in Arlington playpen and play the Rangers in the next series. So you avoid playing Tampa Bay. Um, You avoid really having to mess with Baltimore. I I, kind of like that. What are your thoughts?
0: I don't care. I've been very clear with this and been very honest. I really don't care. I think as long as the Astros make the playoffs, they will make a run. I don't think they have to win. I don't think they have to win the division. I don't think it matters where they come in at. I,
1: you don't think it matters where they play?
0: I don't think it matters where they play. I think they have more experience. I think they have more players. I think they will make the run.
1: Well, they're thirty nine and forty two at the juice box this year. So,
0: I mean, I, they're going to be on the road no matter what. I don't think that they're going to win the division. I really don't. I one hundred percent think the Rangers get a, a a win in this series, wrap that up, take the division, and the Astros when go two for one against the Diamondbacks and get in. I just don't think, but I also just don't think it matters. I really don't.
1: So if the Rangers, it well, doesn't matter. If, it, if, if it, the if the if the wait wait a second though, if the Rangers take one game, if they go one for three against the Mariners, the Astros have a chance to win the series, win 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 the division outright. My math is correct here. That puts the, that would put the Rangers at 90 wins, Astros at 90 wins if they sweep, and Seattle at 89 wins.
0: Correct. Your math is right. I just... I have no concern about it. I just think the Astros are about to make the playoffs, and when the Astros make the playoffs, it, it's not going to matter. Once we get there... We're going to be able to make the run, and I still think the Astros' their floor is the ALCS. <laughs> I well, don't know. I don't care hmm. where they come in at, and especially if the Astros aren't playing at home, probably make the World Series. Hmm. I have been very clear. I don't think it matters if the Astros make or win the division.
1: Well, some things are going to have to change for them to make this run. Let's 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 be honest. Uh, they got to get better starting pitching, and uh, you know we need to have some players step up. Alex Bregman needs to step up. Uh, everybody last night, uh, I think, had a hit. That's the first time in a while that the whole that everyone has contributed, uh, including one Maltine Maldonado. Shout out to him. Fifteen home runs, matching his jersey number for the season, ties his career best at fifteen. The guy hits home runs, and he likes hitting in Seattle. Uh, the guy seems to hit, have big hits uh, whenever he does hit the ball. He might go 0 for 3 or 0 for 4 in a night where he doesn't hit anything. But, you know, he usually, whenever he does hit, it seems to be, he's not hitting singles out there. It's usually a multi, you know, it's an extra base hit, a double, uh, in a big spot. Um, so shout out to him. We, we, we've We've kind of killed him to death whenever he doesn't play well. He played really well last night. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that. So. I,
0: I, I got to love Maldi, but I got to hate him at the same time. He's a good catcher.
1: He hasn't been
0: that guy this year. He's been a little bit deteriorating, and everyone says he's gone. I would actually like to see him be an Astro next year. I'd actually like to see him and Diaz, their roles flip. I'd like to see him be the backup catcher to Diaz next year. I don't know if he would take that. I don't know if he would want that, but I would like to see it. And well, it's then, an,
1: an interesting bringing up Diaz because you know Diaz has kind of been struggling a little bit. I mean, everybody likes to pick out his his uh, his good at bats. I mean, let's 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 pick out his bad at bats too because people like to pick out Moldy's terrible games. Uh, he's been struggling at the plate. The whole team has kind of struggled in those games where they um, maybe it's just bad luck over the last week that he you know. Maybe he just can't hit Kansas City pitching. I don't know. <laughs> like nobody, nobody could hit Kansas City pitching. Uh, by the way, shout out to th- shout out to the Royals. We just happened to be in there. They, they won four series in series in a row for the first time in like three years. So I mean, imagine that. Great timing for the Astros. So maybe maybe the Royals were just a hot team and we caught them at the wrong time. Maybe uh, it, it hurts though.
0: Now let us get back to your your fellow Jew <laughs> and Alex Bregman. His average would tell you he's not been good. If you look at the rest of Bregman's numbers, I get it. He's played a few more games this year. But his numbers, his RBI numbers, and where we need him, he has come through. His numbers aren't hurting us as bad as you would think when you look at them. And it pains me to say because I am not a Bregman fan. Really believe we need him in the postseason.
1: Two fifty nine average, um, four thirty one slugging, uh, OPS three
0: seven ninety four. On base percentage three sixty two, which is three sixty two. Yeah. Everything is lower. Yeah. But, but look at well,
1: hey, well, hey, he's getting, look at he's his RBIs.
0: Older. Go look at his RBIs. Go look at his home runs. I know he's hitting the more double plays this year. Yeah but he's come up when we needed him. Let's be honest. He really has. We, we brought his name up he's, a lot in games where we needed him.
1: I mean, he's 4.7 war. Um, if you told me you're, in the beginning of the season, I could get 4.7 war out of Alex Bredman, um, I'd be happy with that. I think he's had some extended slumps, but he's gotten hot at some times. He's very you know, hot and cold. He's always been that that way. Maybe this is the year that Alex Bregman gets it going in the postseason. Um, he, he's had some good postseasons in the ALDS. Um, but after that, he seems to kind of trend off and isn't as as good. Uh, I don't think Alex Bregman is the problem this year. Um, I would take that four points. He stayed healthy this year. He's got 610 at-bats. I mean, it's the most at-bats on the team. That That right there, I mean –
0: I, 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 I give it to you. I give it to you. But you know what? We've been on the Astros for a minute. So let's give our final thoughts. Let's wrap that up. Let's keep moving because Scotty Scheffler is fucking teeing off right now. So let, let, let's give these last thoughts real quick.
1: Let's do that. And I, I, I want to get this in before the, uh, before the match starts on our predictions for that and who, who you like in that match. Um, this is kind of fun. We're doing this live. Not not really live. I mean, it's going to be posted tomorrow, but everyone will be able to enjoy it tomorrow.
0: Hey.
1: Um, final thoughts on the Astros. The, the pitching has to be better. The starting pitching has to be better. Um, it looks like the rotation, four-man rotation, we're going to roll with is going to be um, Framber Valdez, um, Justin Verlander, um, Christian Javier, and then that last spot, uh, you got to give it to JP France, I think. Uh, JP France has had some rough outings. The team has to come together. The team has to pick it up. This team is not as talented as what it was last year. The bullpen's not as rested as what it was last year. Um, bottom line, it's hard to win back-to-back championships, and it'd be nice for the Astros to get in there and at least give it, you know, the college try to try to try to make it happen. It's going to be an uphill battle, but if they can make it back to the World Series, that's a win for me. There is a juggernaut in the NL that you're going to have to deal with, I believe, if that happens. So I'll throw it back to you for your final thoughts on it.
0: Oh, I think maybe
1: what may, 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 one one last thing. Maybe it would have helped if Bregman would have uh, maybe attended a Yom Kippur service this year to help his postseason stats. So I'm not sure if he made it to that one or not. I, I'd Like to ask him.
0: I think he married. I don't know a if Christian. he practices. I, I mean, he probably didn't. I think he married a Christian and was just like, fuck it. Let's go. Now his family's looking down on him, and this is, this is what happens.
1: Uh, but shout out to him for staying healthy this year because everybody's been banging on him, and now it's one of those things. Whenever you stay healthy, everybody seems to forget that being on the field actually has, is meriting some, hey, man, that's really impressive. I mean, comparing him to Carlos Correa coming off the monster contract that he signed, that contract looks like a disaster. Alex, or, or uh, um, uh, Carlos Correa, this season has been abysmal, so it's hard. Baseball's hard; it's the hardest sport Oof. in the world, in my opinion. And
0: uh, all right, we're not going to get into credit. All right, we're I'm going to stop you here. We're not getting into credit. <laughs> we're not getting <laughs> your final college. thoughts, though. Sorry. We're just going to go. I, I I still think the Astros make the World Series. It's
1: gonna be a, it'll be it'll be really really fun watching it, and hopefully they do. I just
0: my prediction is so bland and boring. I just think they make the World Series. I just think they have the experience. I think they have guys in their bullpen. I think you see the bullpen rounding out. You saw Frommer only only having to go four innings against Seattle last night. I just think this is what it is. This is the team. They're finally going to be focused. I think the Astros have gotten bored. Going to six straight ALCSs, going to multiple World Series in a row, and they can win. I just think they're gotten a little bored, and you hear the the term "oh, turn it on, turn it on." You can't turn it flip, on flip, flip, flip the
1: switch. Flip the switch, I think, is what you're.
0: Yeah, you can say flip the switch, basketball. No, but I mean, basketball. I think that's you're what the Astros a... to, right?
1: I think the Astros have been saying that for weeks. Like, we got to flip the switch. We're going to flip the switch.
0: I, I think it's finally going to come to a point where they actually feel like they have to focus. And they will. So that's our, that's my wrap up. That's us, man. We went on a fucking hell of a rant for the Astros and what this was.
1: But we, we got to keep it moving. So, yeah, I mean, this, is, this episode's going to be a little bit longer than what we normally like, but, you know, you're only getting one podcast this week, so split it up into two podcasts if you want. Um, but we got a lot to cover here. How about, let's move right in. Ryder Cup just starting live right now uh, in beautiful Rome. What do you think? Scotty Scheffler, Terrell Hatton on the European side. Um, what, what, are your, uh, what are your predictions here for this four-man, four-ball match? Let's break it down, DB. We've got Terrell Hatton and the infamous yeah. John Rom.
0: As pro-America Mr. as we are, I definitely think actually Europe wins this. I don't think America picked the right people. They only took one guy from Liv in Brooks Kepka, which was a complete mistake. I think there should be three guys from Liv that are on the Ryder Cup. And I think the mm. Shambo and Patrick Reed should be on it. Yeah, I get it. Everyone hates oh, Reed. God. Everyone hates Reed. It. But hey, are we going to act like Reed didn't Dikembe Mutombo, Rory McElroy, and walk off and win? He just looked at Rory. Rory hit this shot, and Rory goes crazy. I think he chipped in. And Reed just comes up and makes a putt and looks at him and gives him the Dikembe Mutombo finger and walks straight off in visa. and beats him. All right, so, so comes, l- 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 on, let's, on, let's back on, it up. On, back. before you say anything, because <laughs> you're not a live guy, and Patrick Reed became Captain America at that point. And then Patrick Reed came back. Anytime you put hmm. him in one of these competitions, he has beat the fucking brakes off of anybody you put him against. He wins. He wins in singles. He wins in four ball. He wins in any setup you put him in.
1: So, so, so let, let, let's pump the brakes real quick, my friend. I, I, I want to keep us on, on on point here. Since we're starting Ryder Cup here, I, I, let's just explain for some people. Everybody comes in here to listen to football. Ryder Cup happens every two years. Yeah, it's got the president's cut. We got, we're, we're talking terms here that maybe not everybody's familiar with today we tee off with the four ball. Let's just go into what exactly that entails. Alternate shot. What exactly we're doing here, how these matches proceed, and then we can kind of get into the predictions of what we think. I know you're, I know you're a little pumped up right now with the you know the, the Lions win and and also, you know, we we get pumped up for Ryder Cup. We love staying up late at night watching this shit at uh, you know, 12, 1, 2 in the morning. I mean, we live for it whenever it's over in Europe. It's great. I actually prefer whenever it's over in Europe, honestly. What's that?
0: You prefer it in Europe?
1: Yeah, I like I like being able to watch it on my, you know, Thursday night, like late, late well into the morning on Friday. It makes for a hell of a weekend.
0: Okay, I do too. So okay, keep going.
1: So so I, I just want to throw it to you real quick and let's explain to everybody four ball. It just kicked off. That's today. Four ball matches. Uh, there's four of them today. Uh, DB, why don't you uh, why don't you, why don't you go into this a little bit?
0: So we're going to go four ball, best ball. So there's no singles right now. John Ross,
1: so, we got a, we got, so we got a total of four matches today. They're all going to be four ball.
0: Eight matches. Eight matches.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Friday's foursomes, four ball. Uh, okay, yeah. Yep. Afternoon, gotcha.
0: What is there? There's eight matches Friday and Saturday, and then it's singles on Sunday. So you have four ball, and you have alternate shot on Saturday – on Friday, Saturday. So you have Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns. You got the best buds starting out against John Rahm and Tyrrell Hatton.
1: Tyrell and Hatton each, each, each one of these is, is a maximum of one point available, correct?
0: correct? Correct. So there's eight points up for grabs today. I think eight points up for grabs tomorrow. And then you have singles. I could be wrong. I got to double check all this, but yes, that's how it's played. There's morning and afternoon sessions.
1: Okay, so let's go into uh, John Rom, Terrell Hatton. They're 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 just starting out uh, here. Uh, sorry, I, I think I think they're all square coming off the first hole. I all believe
0: square coming off the first. You're
1: right. So John Rom, Terrell Hatton, Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns, DB, two minutes. Who wins and why?
0: John Rom and Tyrell Hatton. Um, I just Sam Burns and Scotty Scheffler are boys. John Rom and Tyrell Hatton are gonna have a killer instinct. I I don't I don't see anything else besides that. Sam Burns and Scotty Scheffler on paper probably should win. But John Rom and Tyrrell Hatton are going to go for it, man. And they're going to go for a lot of different shots. I think Sam Burns and Scotty Scheffler are going to try and play into one another, and that's going to hold them up. I would I agree really, with you. Really? As I'm saying this, everybody just know I hope I'm wrong. We have – I mean, they're playing at Marco Simone in Italy – it's par 71. It's 7,181 yards. There's,
1: it's kind of a short track.
0: That's a very <laughs> short track. For guys. Holy yeah. shit. Me and you can go play 7,000.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I like doing that in Denver at altitude, but yeah.
0: I mean, you made me play 7,500 yards at Denver at altitude.
1: Yeah. That's true.
0: You may, We have no right playing 7,500 yards at any fucking point in time. You made me play 7,500 yards.
1: Hey, go, go big or go home, baby. That's and what I said.
0: Jesus Christ. I think we both ended up with 85 or 86 that day.
1: Yeah, everything was running downwind for the heapster. So. No, it you know, was every, every hole. running
0: downwind. And I really <laughs> ironed off
1: the a lot. So we, 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 we were playing this at Colorado National for those people that are out here in, in Denver, uh, up in Erie. So uh, I think it's uh, where CU plays uh, their college. That's where CU practices. So yeah. just a little bit of reference for anybody listening in on, in Denver. Great course. I love it. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing place. Mosquitoes were really bad this year, uh, but we had a lot of rain. But go ahead.
0: Yeah. You know where I played the next day? Oh, Arrowhead, um, Russell Wilson. Oh, Arrowhead, her, Russell yeah. Russell Wilson flipped his cart.
1: The infamous Russell Wilson, the the the, the season stopped, uh, you know, started going downhill from there. Um, I'm kind of feeling, you know, I, I, I got this on mute right now. I, you know, I'm, I'm used to just blaring this thing. I love it whenever it's over in Europe. Europe, Europe. The Europeans seem to get into it a lot more than we do. I mean, they got the cool chants and, the, you know, it's like very soccer-ish. You know, they, they just know how to do it. It seems like they're more laid back and – and everything. I, I always like it better whenever it's over there. I don't want to come off as a guy that's rooting for Team Europe, but I, I actually like their team this year. Uh, I will agree with you on John Rom, Terrell Hatton. I think Rom Rombo is just—he's ready for this. He, he's going to come out. He—he he hasn't played the greatest uh, in Ryder Cups in the past where he's been playing. Uh, I think this is the year that he he's, he shows the killer instinct off. Uh, I know he's had a few moments here or there, but—but but nothing like what his talent is able to do. And Terrell Hatton, I, I, I just love, I, I love the guy. I love, I mean, is, is there another pairing? This is just a match made in heaven as far as sarcasm and just being, you know, kind of pessimistic. You know, John Rom and him go together just perfectly, I think. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sold on Sam Burns. I don't understand the pick. Uh, I think he's been, he's been kind of hot, hasn't he?
0: He's been a little hot. He's also Scotty Scheffler's best friend. They do everything together on tour. I mean, everything. And it, they're not shy about it. Everyone knows Sam Burns plays and when Sam Burns, so Sam Burns is the Sep Straka. So Sep Straka is on Team Europe and Sam Burns and Sep Straka to me are similar when both of the, when either one of them are hot, good luck beating them. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Rory. I don't care if you're Prime Tiger, I don't care who you are. When those guys are hot, good luck beating them. Now, they don't always run hot, and they don't run hot a lot. So, take it for what it's worth.
1: Yeah, these are big moments, too. Big moments, a lot of pressure. As you mentioned before, alternate shot, hardest thing to do in golf, in my opinion, um, as well. I mean, besides winning majors, I mean, we can put that up there as well. But alternating shot, very difficult. You can leave your partner in some bad spots, some places that they're not they're not comfortable with hitting. Um, so that's the uh, that's the challenge there. Uh, our next matchup, it just got done. It just got uh, – I think they just went off on one. Uh, Victor Hovland. I'm a little behind you, by the way, DB, so easy on the uh, letting me know what's going on here. Uh, I think I got about a 20-second 20, 20 lag, just for those at home that are watching. Um, Victor Hovland. And uh, Ludwig Eberg uh, for Europe. And for the USA, Max Homa and Brian Harmon. Uh, what are your thoughts on that one?
0: Homa and the British Open champ, baby.
1: Yeah, I like that pick as well. Uh, Max Homa, he, he, he's a fellow guy that, that, that's had a bar mitzvah. So I, I can't go against him. Brian Harmon, the, the great story that, that, uh, that we had coming off of the, uh, the British Open win. Uh, just really impressive. He's been playing really good golf. I like it. Um, and I'm not going to go against Max Homa. I do love Victor hovlin though. Where, He's a great wait, player. Is
0: Max Homa a fellow Jew? He is. One of my favorite things about Max Homa is that he <laughs> is hilarious. And Boom. he has always said that – well, he had not always said. He did say this one time. Jesus Christ, hobbling just chipped in.
1: Yep. That's what I just said. Boom for,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Max Homa, when he's at tournaments and so he lies about what he does and he tells the Uber driver that I am now this guy's realtor and just going to the golf tournament that he does not know that I'm a professional golfer. And I have just found that to be funny and I think he does great things on social media. He's been roasting people's swings and everything else. I do enjoy him. But goddamn, Hovland, with the hole-in-one on the par four in the practice round, I know I'm pivoting, and this sounds like I'm going all kinds of crazy. And now chip in for the birdie to win the hole on hole one. Hovland comes off.
1: Chipping on the putting surface, mind you. He decided it. He's so so. uh It's not even from the fringe. He was on the putting surface. Was he? Working? Little up, yeah. Little uphill putt here. Uh, he decided instead of getting the flat stick out, we're just gonna roll it in. Big fist pump. Guy looks like he's working out a lot, man. Looks like he's in shape. I need. I need to get that guy's workout regimen.
0: We all probably do. Did you see they uh put Team Europe? They gave everyone on Team Europe Victor Hovland's favorite song because. He's from Norway, and so they love heavy metal. And so they gave everyone Victor Hovland's favorite song, and everyone hated it. He's like, "Yeah, but if you just listen to it, you can feel where the beat is and the music, and like this guy's just what is this like some
1: some Ramstein like, or something? Some like some like really hardcore like death metal kind of stuff
0: he's listening it's to? It's exactly what
1: it was. Come on." Come on, we, we, we got to have some better choice of music, you know. I'd love, I'd love I think we should just let Rory McElroy pick it out for everybody. I think that would go out well for everyone. I hope he gets his ass fucking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a family show here. My God, this is a family it, we, show. It, we,
0: if this is a family <laughs> show, and you're letting your little kids listen to to uh, us and the way we say things, I'm sorry. need some better parenting choices. Hey, he, he's got a six year old, as he said earlier. And his daughter ain't
1: listening to this. No, she's definitely not. I don't know. I think it would be, I mean, unless we're coming in with some Taylor Swift, which we'll, we'll get to that at some point as well. Uh, the infamous Taylor Swift, she had a pretty big weekend. Um, I feel like we're, we're getting crazy on the, the Ryder Cup, but you know what? We, we, we could do that because Ryder Cup's on. I just poured myself a nice glass of wine. I'm feeling it a little bit. Um, feeling the wine tonight. You know, I think it's going to be a good day um feeling kind of european i really feel good about team europe kind of i don't want to come off as i'm not rooting for the usa but i think team europe has a good day this morning I really do
0: i'm i'm with you I, I, hey everyone knows we're pro-american so if we're cheering for team we're not cheering for team europe but if we're picking team europe we have a feel so this is one time where i hope we are dead raw on this podcast
1: yeah, I agree. Um, but, you know, Victor Hovland starting off with uh, dropping the bomb. Uh, I think Sam Burns just missed a putt. Uh, it's that commercial right now. Yep. So, not sure if that's hurting them or not on uh, the other team. One, one uh, the John Rahm, Terrell Houghton, Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns is all square right now. Victor Hovland, Max Homa one versus up. Max Homa. One up. You know, what?
0: Let's, you know, you talked about Taylor Swift. I think Taylor Swift is like a football transition for us because I think Taylor switch is just football right now. Let's get into our yeah. picks. Let's go over our picks. We might not be as football heavy as everybody wants us to be, but let's go over some football and we'll get back into a little bit of Ryder cup and to, to end the pod. How about that?
1: Okay. We can do that. Yeah. Let's um, do that. all right. Uh, just thoughts on this weekend, I guess, uh, the infamous, The great game that was the Kansas City Chiefs versus the abysmal Chicago Bears. Uh, A little extra oomph this week with the Swifties feeling it. Taylor Swift supposedly dating, which I don't even know if they're really dating. Let's be honest here, folks. The Travis Kelsey. Kelsey's got his – him and his brother have a podcast going on as well. Are Um, Are
0: they competing with us?
1: Yeah, they're competing. I wish, I wish, I wish more like uh, yeah, they're competing with us for sure. Uh, I'd love to get some of their listeners, but yeah, I, we love our audience though. Um, so back to that game, huge game. I mean, not really an NFL, but standards, but huge. I think the NFL was even getting involved in this. She's in the house on the Twitter page. I mean, can we rank Swifties? Like, where are they as far as like? I mean, she's like a rock star, obviously. Uh, I mean, I have a six year old so I'm all, I, I know all about the swiftiness. Uh, I, my daughter absolutely loves loves the Taylor Swift um, always wanting me to listen to it. it and it's a little catchy. I, I have to say. she's got some catchy songs here, man. Like uh, you know it's, it's pretty catchy. Would you agree, DB? I,
0: I have nothing negative to say about Taylor Swift. I like Taylor Swift. For some reason, I feel like she started out as a country artist. For some yeah, she year. did.
1: She did. A, she did a little bit, kind of, kind of transitioned to that pop kind of thing. I mean, there's a lot of country music that's kind of poppy anyway. But yeah, she was one of the first to kind of started out, kind of like that Dixie Chicks vibe a little bit, there you and go. Uh, kind of went into the which obviously, and, and she kind of followed that path a little politically. We don't want to really get get involved in that, whatever. She's gotten a lot of hate for a lot of that other stuff. I've uh, Been very vocal about her, you know wokeness and, and whatnot i don't want to go there but uh that that is something that was kind of similar between them uh i think the dixie chicks obviously they changed their name and all that stuff they're the chicks now um haven't listened to Did they in years. really yeah
0: oh they're not the dixie chicks anymore negative oh is that too yeah. too much i mean I, we're houston just, just, boys so we're from the south so i mean well, real, real,
1: real, real, quick. Strata, Straka, Strata. You just, you just said, you know, can be hot. It looks like he's not hot off the first tee in the rough uh, with the Shane Lowry, uh, Straka, uh, Ricky Fowler, Colin Murakawa uh, Just got started on number one. Uh, go ahead, DB. Sorry to interrupt.
0: Yeah, no, you're fine. I think that's a fucking ridiculous pairing on both sides. Um, yeah, I didn't realize they changed your name.
1: Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go there. Uh, it, it's just kind of funny because the wokeness kind of thing, we don't really want to get involved in that on the podcast. But that's kind of an aspect here that people are covering. There's a big thing with Travis Kelsey's new, uh, uh, you know, he's doing Bud Light commercials and everybody's upset. And also, I think there's this new commercial that's been running during the NFL about the COVID-19 vaccine or something that, you know, get the flu shot and the COVID-19 don't really want to get involved in that, but you know, there's some, there's some angles here that like, maybe they could be dating. You know, he's doing Bud Light commercials. She's kind of woke. This could, this could work, you know, they're
0: 100% dating.
1: The the Swifties have taken it to new level. I mean, there's like hidden things going on. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. I think if my child was, you know, 13 years old, she'd be like all over this. Thank God she's not, but um, it's crazy. You know, this, this girl's got a following. I, I saw something after the game and after it came out that you know, they, there's a TikTok trend going on that you know, uh, you know, it's crazy that Taylor Swift is making Travis Kelsey relevant. And you know, I wouldn't say that it's making him relevant, but I saw some numbers, 300,000 new followers on social media in the, in the day after on Monday morning, a 400% bump in his merchandise that he sold. I mean, this is the Swifty effect. This is crazy. That's 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 real dollars flowing to that guy's bank account, just based on his dating. Yeah, not that he totally needs it. Yeah, put him on the map exactly.
0: I mean, I, I mean, for NFL fans, no. But for the bulk of the world, yes.
1: I mean, this would be like Rory McElroy playing today. He's putting Xander Shoffley on the map. No, that's what's going on. No, right now.
0: no. no. <laughs> not
1: the same it's close though it's close
0: though this would be like tiger woods playing with and being best buds name a name a random golfer for me out of nowhere
1: uh yan hill cabrera
0: no he's a major winner So, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of somebody who people might know, but no, I, it would be like he put uh, uh,
1: Pat, Pat Perez. There you go. It's
0: another difficult one. Pat Perez has done a lot for golf.
1: Won two golf tournaments his entire life. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah. But him and Keegan Bradley have transformed golf shoes and brought Jordan into golf shoes. Right. Jordan, a, 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 ain't no,
1: a, 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 Jordan don't need nobody's help whenever it comes to golf Yeah, but it, it, in general. Pat
0: Perez and Keegan Bradley are the reason that Jordan makes golf
1: shoes. I think Jordan makes golf shoes because he likes money. He's a good businessman. He
0: does, yeah. but because of Pat Perez and Keegan Bradley, who are golfers that wear them. Yes. Uh, Sahit the gala.
1: Yeah, no. No clue. Um, what, what did you say there?
0: Sahit the gala. It would be like Tiger Woods playing with Sahit the gala.
1: I think that's a good example because I have no idea who you're talking about.
0: (laughs) Neither does anyone else that's
1: listening to this. If I don't know, then I know no one else knows who you're talking about.
0: (laughs) He's the the guy who was the craze during the 2022 um, Waste Management Open because he did well.
1: How about Daniel Berger? Is that a better one? Daniel Berger.
0: We all know Daniel Berger. He made a Ryder Cup. See, he's the made nothing and will never make anything in his life. How about Cam Champ? We'll go with that
1: one. All right. You don't know who that yeah. is either, do you? No, no. There you go. No, but so it
0: Cameron it. Champ, who's one of few tournaments you don't know who he is, it'd be like Tiger Woods playing with Cameron Champ in the yeah. Ryder Cup down the stretch to win the whole thing.
1: So the Swifty effect is real. No doubt. Um, I heard that she's – I think the Chiefs are in New York this weekend, and supposedly you know, she's the East Coast girl. She's from a little town in, in the middle of Pennsylvania, very small. Family's very successful. She's from uh, Texas. Taylor Swift is not from Texas. Good try, though. Um, oh, she's from her Pennsylvania. Mom
0: her mom is. sorry.
1: She's from Pennsylvania. Uh, she's big time on the East Coast. Has, you know, That's where she lives full time. Uh, I think it's over in – I think she lives in the Hamptons, I think.
0: She's from. She's an Eagles fan. We know that.
1: He's an Eagles fan. She's from Pennsylvania, middle of nowhere, little small town outside Philly, I believe. Anyway, uh, there's going to be a New York effect. New York effect here. Um, Chiefs are playing the Jets. I mean, we might need to just pick this game just because Taylor Swift might be there.
0: All right, let, uh, let, let, let's get into our picks. We're going to pick our games. Let Let's get into our picks. We're already getting long winded for the evening. So let's go ahead and get into our picks. And let's start with the bonus pick of Chiefs and Jets with Chiefs minus eight and a half. Chiefs minus eight and a half. I'm sorry. Over 41 and a half. You take what you want to pick on that game.
1: Isn't that Sunday night? Where, where are we picking that? So we're we're not picking Monday night. We're just gonna we're gonna move it to for the Taylor Swift effect. We're gonna just pick the Sunday night game instead of picking the bonus pick for the Monday night. No,
0: but we're 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 gonna pick the Taylor Swift game for
1: this one. All right, we're gonna we're gonna call this. Maybe we have to have the. We just picked the Chiefs all year for the Taylor Swift fans out there. All right, I'll, I'll play this game. The Jets, uh, plus eight and a half is what you're saying. No, oh, I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can't – is Zach Wilson still the quarterback? Yes. Yeah, the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, it plus, minus eight and a half all day. Mark it down.
0: All right, uh, I'll roll with you. But you – I have a, uh, a Jets theory, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up. I have a Jets theory that not a lot of people are going to want to agree with, and nobody is talking about I am probably one of the few people that you're going to hear this from. So this is going to be your hot take. This is going to be something that you're not going to be used to. And no one's going to bring this up. I do think everyone's like, the Jets got to bring in a different quarterback. I don't think the Jets are bringing in a different quarterback. And I do think. The Jets are now in the Caleb Williams running, in the first pick running. So, depending upon where the Jets fall, is depending upon where the pick goes for the Green Bay Packers. And if they, I think if they're in the top 10 or top five, that pit does not go to the Packers. The Packers get their second round pick. I think the Jets are going to go ahead and get Caleb Williams and going to be, if they can beat out, the bears I thought,
1: I, thought, I thought the jets pick had some protection with uh, like he like Aaron Rodgers had to actually play like I, I think I think we need to check that on I okay. don't think it, it matters It might be
0: he has to play
1: Yeah I think I think it's already that they're not getting a first they might not even get a second because there's some protection with how much he actually plays No I think they automatically
0: get the second We'll we'll have to check this but I think the jets are going to go ahead and play Aaron Rodgers next year Grab themselves a Caleb Williams or somebody else. And if you're Caleb Williams and you've already said, hey, I might not leave. Dude, if you leave as the first overall pick to go to the Jets to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for one year, and then they the Jets bring him in, golden. It's an ideal situation. Ideal. And the Jets. Are putting themselves in this running. And I don't think people want to bring it up. Or say anything about it. And and New New Jersey Jets fans. Don't want to think about it that way. And yes. New Jersey Jets fans. They're New Jersey Giants. And New Jersey Jets. You're not New York. You better play in that state. If you want me to call you by that name. And I've been clear about that. Shane Lowry missing putts. Anyway, um, I, I 2024
1: gonna, conditional on 65% of the plays. So it is going to be a second round pick in 2024. Yeah. So, it's going to be a second yeah, round pick. You're right.
0: They're going to go get a Drake May. They're going to go get Caleb Williams. They're going to go get one of these top quarterbacks and let him sit for a year behind Aaron Rodgers.
1: If you're Caleb Williams, why do you go to the Jets? Like, that's such a disaster. I, I would say maybe no, the West Coast is not.
0: It's actually oh, not a disaster. Come on.
1: It's he probably doesn't exact. even want to be no, in New no, no, York no.
0: because you have these age wide receivers that Aaron Rodgers wanted for just a year. You're gonna go sign.
1: Yeah, who's gonna block for it? That's what I want to know. Come on, I don't like the take. No, 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 I don't think so. Uh, but, you know, I respect your your take on it. I don't. Watch. I don't see that just happening. Watch,
0: because watch, hey. I can go do this for one year.
1: I, I don't like it, uh, and and I don't think the uh, the Jets' defense is is bad enough uh, to compete with some of these teams like the Bears. And uh, I mean, speaking of this, this, this is a good transition though time because we basically have the Toilet Bowl going on this weekend. You got you got the Denver Broncos versus the Chicago Bears in Chicago, chi Town. They've already packed it up. The season is basically done, but. The Denver Broncos season isn't much better. Toilet bowl. Somebody's got to win this game. This is the real, you know, effect on, you know, Caleb Williams here. You got that. And then you also have the Carolina Panthers are playing another 0-3 team as well. Who is that? I don't have the schedule in front of me. Kind of messed that up there. Uh, Who's Carolina playing? So then you got the Carolina Panthers playing the Minnesota Vikings. Another toilet bowl team. The Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Somebody's going to come out of this thing 0-4, the real winners here. The Vikings are interesting. See, I'm going to go the other way with this. The Jets need, need to trade for a quarterback. They need – if the Vikings go 0-4 here, let's get Kirk Cousins – don't call him Kurt. Kirk Cousins to New York. Let that man play in New York. He's already played in the East Coast, had success – Let him get behind that defense and see what he can do. The offensive line can't be much worse than what what the Vikings have been dealing with. He's been running for his life all the time. Might as well do it in New Jersey. The Jets got a good enough defense. That team could compete. Go make the trade. New York Jets, if you're serious, go make it.
0: Okay. Well, hey, you know what? We've been getting pretty
1: long-winded. We only had one podcast this week. Plus, it's Ryder Cup, baby. Speaking of and
0: fucking Ryder, can't leave. Can't, can't leave. You not know out here. against your favorite golfer of all time. Your, I mean, absolute. The heapsters absolute favorite golfer of all time. He loves him more than anything else in the world in golf. And Rory, best swing, Roy.
1: best swing in the tour, best swing on tour. Let's. Let, I mean, he's about to tee it off right here. I think I mean, Charlie need to, need to,
0: Woods is ready yeah. to beat Rory.
1: We need a moment of silence here while oh, the man oh. steps up to the plate.
0: Miss right. And hey, miss he missed right. He missed right. He missed the fairway right. What do I tell you, boy? Right into the people. All, All right. right see see it. Yeah, we still got day, a little, man. we still
1: got a little bit of delay here. I'm, I'm just taking it in. Yeah, squeezing in a little right here.
0: Squeezing a, a little style. right?
1: That's a big you know,
0: miss right. The fairway is designed for you to miss right. He missed right into the fairway.
1: Oh, he's, he's he's in the first cut over here. This isn't that bad. That's not the um, first cut.
0: He's in the deep shit. Hopefully, his, <laughs> his partner can't get out, and they got to lose the first hole. And let's go, America!
1: Here, here so we go. Here we
0: to go. Our, fo- our football picks.
1: Victor Hovland two up right now. Uh, one know, up for well, a-
0: I'm even on the year now. I I was four and two going in to the weekend I'm five and five or five and four now oh hey I'm still above 500 and you went one one and one where does that leave you heaps
1: I don't know I thought you were keeping score of us I, I was I was I was two games behind you
0: I know i was keeping in score I wanted you to just say that you hadn't caught up to me yet
1: I haven't caught up to you yet but you know this is the week I believe that uh we're gonna we're gonna, you know, I've atoned for my sins in the whole year. So uh the gambling, well, God's gonna be good to, to the heapster, which in return will be good to everyone that's listening that's using these picks. So let's get it started. First game, right out of the gate. We're gonna go on Saturday, the Florida Gators, plus one winners. That's what I'm gonna go with.
0: Against the Kentucky Wildcats, huh?
1: Kentucky Wildcats undefeated Kentucky Wildcats. I don't know who they've played. I don't think they've played anybody. They're probably not real. Florida's been up and down all year. Florida did beat Tennessee this year. We're going to go with Florida, plus one, on the road. Lock it in. I like it, I think.
0: I'm going to go as a true degenerate, and since this team has already treated me well once this year when I took them plus 14, and they lost by seven. I'm going Texas State. Mine, I think their offense got a little stagnant against UTSA. So as I've told you guys before, I I follow San Diego State. I follow certain teams throughout the year. Those are teams I take picks on, and those are teams I follow with throughout the year. I'm going to stick with that. I follow them to the end. And
1: I'm going with Texas State minus five and a half. Okay. All right. I like that. Um, so my number two game, I am going to go with the LSU Tigers minus two and a half this week against Old Miss. Um, Old Miss coming off of the brutal loss against Alabama. This is on the road. Jaden Daniels, Malik Neighbors, Big time, dynamic duo. I think they have a big game. I think LSU wins. And I like less than a field goal cover. I like that. Minus Uh, two and a half. I'll take it.
0: I agree with you. And if you weren't taking that, I probably would have. My second game, I'm going to say in college football, I really debated on San Diego State again because they're plus ten and a half against Air Force. Air Force is four zero. Oh, San Diego State is two and three. Just kind of the way their schedule shaked out. That's about where they should be. Not taking them. I'm going Washington minus nineteen versus Arizona.
1: You cut out there minus nineteen and a half against Arizona. I believe for those at home, uh, that's what he's taking. Washington. Washington. I like it.
0: Minus 19 against Arizona. Don't give me that half point. Don't add it in. I Arizona's three and one, Washington's four and Michael Penix Jr. has looked amazing. Arizona is not good. <laughs> and I think this is gonna end up being a blowout. I think it's gonna end
1: up being like 40 to Ooh. 10. Wow hovland almost put that in again chip sorry Oh uh, my God, lord wait until you see that db that's, Gee, that's crazy. i
0: saw it i just didn't want to say anything because it's team europe
1: i'm coming off as very pro team europe right now and i'm not trying to do it i really am pro usa but hovland man he looks good he looks all like he's buff. He, i think he's been i think he's been putting on some weight or hitting the weight room he looks i don't know what's going on here he looks kind of like that old school tiger. Is he doing some Navy SEAL training or something? Man. Um, on, i got to get on, on his, his regimen here.
0: Yeah, we're we're, we're going to pause our picks. If Hovland is able to chip because he's never been able to chip, do you think Hoblin could end up being the best player in the world in 2024 and take that number one ranking?
1: Yes. Yes, I do, actually. Because yeah.
0: I 100% do. <laughs> That's why I'm asking you this.
1: Yeah, I think so. He I mean, you gotta, there's, there's a lot of things at play here. I,
0: mean, I want. I'm saying this now. Put me on record. He is winning a major in 2024, and he might end up taking the number one ranking.
1: Well, hopefully, it's not the Masters because we're rooting for somebody else to win the Masters in 2024. Huh? But are we, are another Skepta?
0: one. I know. <laughs>
1: That's not where I was going with that. Um back to our picks here. This is really exciting. I love this. Already getting another n- another drink of wine in here. Uh we're going to wrap this thing up pretty soon though. And I think me and DB might 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 talk this over, like go back and forth. This this might be an extended audio. We we might have to actually, you know, uh keep the keep the camera or keep the uh the the uh the podcast rolling but uh you know, pick and choose what we want to put on here. I'm feeling pretty pumped up. Um uh, next pick, I'll pick we are picking the Monday night bonus game today, too, I think. Still, yeah? Uh, I, yeah, we got to. Okay. All right. So, one pick, bonus pick, besides the Taylor Swift pick. I'm a little confused. You're <laughs> off the rails. If uh, you
0: want the Monday night game, that's fine. But you have to – we have to throw something else out there as a bonus
1: pick. What is up with the no hat thing here, man? This is just really weird. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Oh and then, yeah, you don't it's deserve. What
0: happens we start drinking?
1: You don't deserve to make that with wearing no hat. I mean, it just looks weird. He, he his forehead is so white. I mean, put some sunscreen on that thing. Um, this is
0: the Roy McIlroy effect. No, you shouldn't wear a hat in international play because I want to fuck. Oh, all right. Let's just keep it going. Let's keep all it right. going before I say what? something that we really regret.
1: <laughs> we? What do you got a mouse in your pocket over there? I mean, jeez. Uh, okay. Last game, sticking with college, Texas Tech versus Houston at in Lubbock. It's going to happen. Get the tortillas ready. Over 50 and a half. Points are going to be scored against Houston. Texas Tech University, over 50 and a half points.
0: I love it. I'm putting my tortillas out right now, letting them get hard, throwing them like Frisbees. Jesus. I, I wish that tradition was still going, but they don't allow it. And
1: as we're They still going, sneak I'm them in. There. They still sneak them in there. They don't don't they let them do. fool you. They they get, it, it happens. Just it doesn't does happen, happen at the rate you that it used to. Out. And people
0: get kicked out, and I hate that that's against the, the rules. Come on, Xander. This is my guy. This is my Xander might be my favorite golfer right now. Him and Brooks Koepka, but I am taking
1: Koepka. By that. the way, you mentioned Koepka. By the way, he's got the hair growing out, kind of. I haven't seen him because I don't watch, you know,
0: oh, second
1: tour deal. Uh, y- y- did you notice that about him? I mean, I know you're all over his social media, always following him. You're, you're oh, like loving oh, him, oh, which no, I, which, which yeah. I, I I, think- I, I do, I do love Brooks. Don't don't get me wrong. I used to be a huge Brooks fan until the live thing, but he's got the hair growing out. He's he's growing it out. Isn't he, isn't he expecting, or, or his wife, what was his wife's name?
0: She's just, Jenna Sims, she had Jenna. the baby.
1: She had the baby.
0: Yeah, baby.
1: Okay. Congratulations um, she, to Brooks then, Brooksy.
0: Dude, she's still a total smoke show after the baby, like a month and a half after. That's amazing. I mean, she rebounded that quick. Jesus. Um,
1: do you have, do you have her movie that she was in on, on Blu-ray or no?
0: No, but I uh, definitely she's have hu- the pictures of Tiger's ex-wife.
1: She's, she's huge in the movie. Ha, 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 ha.
0: Ooh. I definitely had the pictures of Tiger's ex-wife when she did Playboy. Um, Look at but-
1: Rory. Look at Rory. He's clapping. Look at him. Look at the man. Go ahead.
0: What, what a D-bag. <laughs> um. I- hmm. Okay, he's just got to be my least favorite golfer of all time. I'm just
1: poking the bear, folks. I'll be here all night.
0: if I was here, I'd be like, dude, I don't really think this of you, but I just don't like you as a golfer, and I can't cheer for you. But anyway, I'm taking my last pick, Bills versus the Finns, the Dolphins, over 53 and a half. These teams are going to score points. That 70 points that you saw, not a coincidence. Tua... Save me in fantasy once again, my friend, and let's keep it rolling.
1: Yeah, I like that pick. That's uh, a lot of points, though. It is a lot of points. That I saw some good things from the uh, the Buffalo defense against uh, Sam Howell. That was one of my picks that I missed. I really thought Sam Howell would show up. Thought the play calling was a little a little weak. They should have ran the ball a little bit more. Kind of hung hung him out are, to dry. Are we
0: trying to compare Washington to What's the that? Dolphins?
1: No. He, Mike McDaniels is a much sure. cooler coach. I mean, so you can't compare the two of them. I mean, Mike I McDaniels mean, is awesome.
0: I mean, he was the Broncos ball boy. What do you expect?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Plus, if, you, if there's one guy – actually, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. It would have been funny. I'm already going off the
0: rails for everybody mm-hmm. here. Let, let, let's keep it. It's,
1: okay. I, it's bad whenever I'm the, one, I'm the voice of reason around here. That's for sure. Uh, little update here. Uh, Team Europe is, is really dominating right now. Uh, plus two. Uh, two up on one. I think on the is it one up on the Rory. No, no, no. They're even.
0: Rory's probably the only match that's losing because he's a loser.
1: Uh, Victor Hovland, two up, I believe. John Rahm, the first match. Uh, I believe they're one up. Uh, yeah, all square that, that Shane Lowry
0: the US no. is winning against Rory just- I actually think
1: that's an even match but uh or Shane Lowry's even I believe uh, you're you're missing me up here my god I derailed, I derailed here uh okay what are we going to do Wrapping this thing up so what were we talking about bills um yeah bills Mike McDaniel's let's just let's just talk about him for a minute wow like did you see him coming out i mean that is a cool head coach to have you know, I mean, he's always funny. He's all, I mean, his story's amazing. Recovering alcoholic. Shout out to him for all the sobriety he's doing. That's amazing. Um, anybody that struggles with that, that is a brutal disease. Um,
0: Luckily, the Raiders are no longer in Oakland, so they won't buy him a bottle of wine like the Oakland Athletics got Miggy.
1: Miggy Cabrera, yeah. Hey, shout out to him, too. I mean, uh, we're coming up to the end of the season. That guy, I mean, he's going to run off to right, right off into the sunset. Really cool player. Played in Detroit his entire career, basically. I mean, no, 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 hit, no. no. He, he got
0: his World Series. I know, but he played, before. yeah, but he
1: played in Detroit his entire career, right? I mean, that's
0: yeah, he played there most of the yeah. time. That's where he had his illegitimate daughter and his DWIs.
1: Well, we're talking about his career, and but thanks for airing the laundry out. That, that's that's mighty to nice of you. Um, Shout out to him for his sobriety, yes, and just you know he he's finishing up the career. He's making it a wrap. It, it, I mean that's he's played for a long time. He's he's gonna be a Hall of Famer, uh, probably a first ballot. I would think,
0: no if doubt. If he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, something's wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's almost like Tony Romo ish. You know, he should be first ballot too, but you know, we're, that's a different conversation.
0: Tony Romo <laughs> is not a first ballot Hall of <laughs> Famer. Tony Romo the is a Hall of Famer because he, he's a great announcer.
1: We're just poking the bear here. We're going to be here for a while.
0: <laughs> we're not going to be here. Let's wrap this up before <laughs> we go. Up here. We've been drinking a little bit, we've been having fun. We're watching the Ryder Cup. So
1: let, let, in all seriousness, folks, board this, board is this is one of my going. favorite days. I love it whenever it's in Europe. I hit on this before. Ryder Cup in Europe. It's so nice. I do have to take the, uh, take the daughter to school tomorrow. But uh, it's going to be a great day to watch this. Um, I love it whenever, you know, I love it whenever we, we can do this with Ryder Cup over in Europe. Final predictions. Monday night game. Dun, 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 dun. What do we got? DB, lead us off.
0: Oh, Monday night game. Seahawks versus the Giants. I don't think Saquon Barkley is going to play. And with no Saquon Barkley, I'm going to go. Danny Dimes. You know what? I'm going to keep this polite. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Seahawks. I'm not. There's nothing else. Gino looks. Gino. Gino. Kenneth Walker, the third. Gino Daniel, looks Catholic, Gino.
1: Like better
0: that. than anything the Giants are rolling out right now. The offense for the Seahawks looks better than anything that the offense for the Giants
1: can roll out. What a miss. What is it, plus one? Or, or a yeah. plus one for the Giants? Oh, what a miss. Give me the NFC East. I'll take the Giants. Long, long, long plane ride from Seattle to New York. Look at this thing coming back. Beautiful. That's
0: what I'm saying. What a miss by Lowry.
1: Wow. Um, I'm going to go against you. I'll take the Giants, Danny Dimes. I think the NFC East is better than what people are talking about. Plus one. Give me the Giants.
0: All right. Well, guys, that's all we've got for you. I know we've gone off the rails. We've been drinking a little bit. We've been having a little bit of fun. I hope everyone enjoyed this. We're watching a little Ryder Cup. We're talking about the Ryder Cup as we're doing this. We are golfers, and this is something that we love. And Homa, I think, just put this motherfucker in the water like 45 yards left of anything anyway this is what we're doing this is what we're talking about Mm -mm. enjoy the pod love the pod like follow subscribe we actually i know we've teased interviews i do have some stuff that i've scheduled hopefully they don't listen to this and cancel on us but it's difficult to get the people that we're trying to get at this point in time and in their season scheduled. So we have to really work with it. So thank you for your patience. Survivor League, how the fuck are we all so bad? And we're down to two in week four, but we'll have somebody here for you soon who's going to have won that 15 minutes.
1: And a gift card, right? I think-
0: good night sir, what you got for him?
1: Like, follow. I know we've had some fun today. Hope everybody can actually watch Ryder Cup and finish this thing out. Uh, we've, played, we've, we've played around, had some fun. We love doing this thing. Support us every way you can. It would be great. If you like the content, email us. Let us know what's up. What do you guys want to hear? What would you like to you know see us do? We want to get some video going pretty soon. Uh, we've got a couple things that are happening. But, uh, Yeah. Thank you for everybody that supports us, and uh, we'll catch you next time.
0: All right. Peace and love, folks.